This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Yay, Ace, yay, us. Good afternoon. It's 101 out there, whatever the temperature is. I didn't, uh, I wasn't tuned in properly and couldn't, I couldn't hear it, but anyway, it's hot. It's really hot. And it's live. We are live. Mike Bass and I are live. And we'd welcome a phone call right about now. Mike is running the boards and answering the phones, and I am answering the questions. That's the game plan, but I don't have any questions to answer because the phones haven't rung yet. 888-787-KLIF. We only have three lines, folks. You can fill one at a time. Uh, I know there are some of you who are so nice that you would fill all three if you could, but, but just do one. That'll be a good start. 888 787 Five five four three. Let's talk about your landscape and your garden, urban plants. I don't do uh, don't do chickens. I don't do rural things. Those are different sciences. There are people who study uh, four and six and eight years in college for chickens. I had a good friend at Ohio State who uh, was chickens, and uh, and that's good poultry science. In fact, the gentleman across the street from us was the head of the poultry science department at Texas A&M when I was growing up. Dr. Quisenberry. Um, but that's not my specialty. Mine is urban horticulture, whether it's lawns, landscapes, fruit and vegetables, and flower gardens, and things like that. So let's talk about those things. Now, the one uh, one thing I would ask, as you call, um, St. Augustine diagnostics always come up in the summertime. There are a lot of issues that go on with St. Augustine. This time of year, it's most likely to be chinch bugs. Uh, or gray leaf spot if you just put nitrogen on your on your lawn in the last uh, month or so, uh, in the hot weather, in other words, or too much shade. That's a common problem with St. Augustine. It needs uh, five or six hours of sunlight, certainly four hours at a bare minimum, even to hold its own. Um, and it also could be just too dry. Duh. So those are things that, uh, they're good. There's Wendell. I, I know Wendell. Talked to him about an hour and a half ago, um, but anyway, uh, those are those are things that we can talk about. But but I'd rather not get into the St. Augustine things. I put them on my website uh, so that you could see the differences. They're very subtle and and hard to describe. And I found a long time ago. I've been doing this almost well forty five years, and I found a long time ago that it's hard to describe St. Augustine problems on a phone call. And so I decided it was better to use my website and save the save the calls. So, uh, uh, anyway, I'd, I'd ask that you go there uh, rather than St. Augustine Diagnostics. But otherwise, everything's fair game. It's not that I don't know. I've had St. Augustine all of my life, and so I'm very familiar with the problems. But uh, anyway, so that's that. Uh, lines are filled. Golly, thank you all. Uh, College Station, White Settlement, and Rome. Wendell, Daniel, and Randy. So there we go. We'll get the program underway in just a moment. Let me give you my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. Boy, do I have a pet for you. Let me let me tell you about a pet that we have at our house. Our pet's name is Zeus, and uh, um, I think the way it has worked out, I believe we I believe we are the proud owners of Zeus now, and I'm I'm thrilled with that. Uh, I've learned a couple things with Zeus. Uh, when Zeus came, I figured he was going to be a big dog. I was asked to babysit him, dog sit him for three weeks. That was January. And I looked at my calendar the other day and I said, yeah, I believe those three weeks are up. <laughs> and I think we have a dog. The owner changed jobs and moved uh, way out of town. And our Zeus was described as, he's not very big. Don't worry about it. Name sounds big. Uh, 34 pounds, no big problem. I said, when I saw him, he looks like a pit bull. Is he a nice dog? Oh, he's a nice dog. And I said, he runs like a whippet. This is the fastest dog I ever saw in my life. Zeus went after a cat that was on our rural property this morning, and he was faster than the cat. The cat was lucky he had a fence that he could get through and over. So Zeus has been a delight. It's the sweetest dog I have ever known in my life. I've had uh, this 21st dog. Um, and I've bought two. The rest have been strays, or in this case, uh, given to us, and, and we're thrilled with him. And I think the former owner knows that and is in an apartment, and he would not have been a good match there. 
Right, so that's our Zeus. Now, I get my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week today. This is from the SPCA, and this is Zeus, but it's not our Zeus. I, I kind of did double take. This is Zeus, a big old male pit bull terrier mix, weighing in at 98 pounds. At first sight, Zeus can seem a bit big. No kidding. And he looks like he's tough, but the truth is he is a complete goofball, they say. That's their phrase. He has made great appearances at the SPCA of Texas mobile adoption events, where everybody loves to pet him, remarks on how friendly he is, but he has not found his forever home yet. Zeus came to the SPCA of Texas after his previous owners found out they were in violation of their leash restrictions. He is six years old. He will sit for treats and take them gently. He usually does very well with other dogs, but doesn't really like cats at all. Sounds like our Zeus. Zeus is very inquisitive, and he's very intelligent. He would love to have a big backyard. Now, listen to the rest of this. With a secure fence to play in, but the type of fence is important, as this smart guy has figured out how to climb chain-link fences. Can you see a 98-pound dog climbing a chain-link fence? Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Zeus has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He is currently at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so an appointment will be necessary to meet him. The SPCA of Texas shelters are currently closed to visitors and volunteers as a preventive measure against the distemper outbreak. Animals at PetSmart off-site adoption centers are still available at any time. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. So that's spca.org slash findapet. And Zeus, Z-E-U-S, you can look him up and you'll see he's a big boy, but he's, he's just lovable. And, you know, there are some of us who just can't help that we aren't the uh, svelte little beings that somebody might draw up on a drafting table. We might crush the drafting table. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I learned with our Zeus that I, I've, for 40 years I've done the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and I have always told them, please don't send me pit bulls. Please don't. They just have a reputation I don't want to foster here. And I learned with our Zeus who has been identified by a veterinarian as being a pit bull, that it's in the upbringing and that they can be really sweet dogs. I have never seen a sweeter dog than the one we have. Now, I don't know about this dog, but but I know about ours. I've learned that I don't judge well. Judgmentalism, not the best trait in a person. Just learned that. Arborological Services sponsored that uh, SPCA Pet of the Week. And I am sponsoring your calling them because you'll get the finest in tree care. Don't your trees deserve the best care they can possibly get? Don't they do a lot for your home? Don't they do a lot for your family and the shade that they give and the protection and uh, the value, appreciation of your home? They do a lot to make your home uh, much more enjoyable, much more valuable. A good tree can be worth many thousands of dollars. It, uh, it it stands to reason then that you ought to spend a little bit of money here and there when the need comes to have that tree protected, cared for, looked after, just uh, watched. And Arborological Services can do that with their 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. They'll send a specialist out to look at your tree and to care for your tree or trees and to make sure all is well. To look out for the problems ahead of time. They know what they're looking for, and they'll watch and make sure nothing bad happens. And if you have something that needs tending to, maybe a, a limb that has started to die or decay, and you need immediate help, they certainly have the specialists for that as well. They've won the award. Some of those awards are named for their people. That's how good they are. And so I encourage you to call them for the finest in tree care. They are strictly local. They have a toll-free number. sounds like some big national company, but they are strictly local. They know the trees at this place, at your place, 866-552-7267. They know the trees at my place. 
better than I do. They're great. 20 years they've been helping at our house. 866-552-7267, arborological.com. On Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber Grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very much. He was there when we got our uh, uh, great uh, grill and there to help us. And we've been back many, many times. Just a great guy and a great store. Uh, we uh, go to our first call today, and this is Wendell in College Station, who called my statewide program with about a minute and a half left today. And I said, you know what, Wendell, if you'll call on KLAF, we can make sure that we give you the right amount of time. And this is about a Chinese pistachio that is having uh, problems with uh, individual leaves that are, are dying and, uh, and, and turning. Wendell, thank you for calling back. I really do appreciate it. Uh, let's get back okay. into that and try to figure out what's going on with it. it How, you know, I tried to uh, I tried to post on your uh, Facebook, but I couldn't figure out a way to post anything. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, it has been cantankerous, and I've about given up on Facebook. They have changed their formatting for uh, pages like mine, and it's made it difficult. Yeah. Uh, this is a 10-year-old pistachio, you said, right? Yeah, about about ten years old. And my wife and I—I I already had pictures on my phone of it. And my wife, uh, in her wisdom, corrected me on a couple of things. What the—it uh, is at the ends of the twigs where the the sets of leaves, the little stems from the leaves, attach, and the entire set of leaves will turn brown. Okay, and then, so and then black. Yeah. So you'll have more than one leaf impact. And I was explaining to people on my statewide program, folks, that that a pistachio leaf has many leaflets. It may have 9 or 11 or 13 leaflets. And um, and so some people just refer to one of those leaflets as a whole leaf, and it, it can get kind of confusing. So you're talking about several full leaves at the end of a twig are impacted? Correct. So that means that the twig itself is impacted uh, for some distance, an inch or two or five inches. How, how far back does this happen? Uh, well, I'm looking at one at a picture of one of them right now. At the very end, there's two or three sets of leaves, and then nothing uh, nothing else on that twig uh, for about six or eight inches where it hits the, the main branch. All right, nothing else impacted or no other leaves at all? No other leaves. No other leaves all right. at all. All right. Uh, then if you look at your tree from 40 feet away, are these just kind of sprinkled around like Christmas ornaments? You have a few dead leaves here and a few over there and all around, or is it? It's just a few here and there. Right. I've probably got less than 10, 10 sets of these. All right. Do you? And you said something about something turning black. Uh, is it on the twig itself or just on an, a given leaf with nine leaflets it's where the it's where the leaf uh the, it's where the uh the stem of the leaflet actually attaches to the twig and if i pull the uh stem off uh there's a black little uh bump on the twig black what it's like a little bump okay uh, right, you I, call the stem of the leaf you call the petiole and so where you if you pull on a, a leaf of a pistachio or an oak tree, it will pull off at the petiole. It will it will separate from the twig okay. at the petiole, and that's where you're seeing the black bump. Correct. All right. I if has the tree grown well this year so far? Otherwise, it's done it's done better this year than it did last year. I what happened last? Year? Oh, you mean out of the cold? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know that I would be overly concerned if it's just ten or fifteen places across a a ten year old tree. I'm 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 just really trying to picture what what this might be. I, I've been around pistachios for forty years, um, and I've I've watched them. I don't know that I've seen anything that I would have described exactly as you have this. Um, I would look at the twig itself, the woody twig or the turning woody twig to see if there'd been any kind of damage to it by an insect, a, a rasping damage by a cicada or, or a, 
grasshoppers, who knows, whatever, just something minor. Um, that happens to trees all the time. And, and as I'm out working in my yard or driving down the street, I see it and, and my eye goes, goes right past it because I know it's nothing important. And, and to a homeowner who hasn't seen it before on, on a tree, it may be very alarming. And so it may be something like that. But if yeah. the tree itself well, is, if the rest of the tree is healthy and vigorous, I, I would probably just keep an eye on it and, uh, and and try to make sure it doesn't spread. It doesn't sound like anything insect or disease related unless there's just a, a random insect that's been, um, you know, was, was there and just, you know, like I say, a rasping insect of some sort and that has since moved on. That happens pretty commonly. There are no insect or disease problems common to pistachios. I need to say that so that you've heard me say it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate it. I, I I thought it was probably okay because none of the other leaves that I could find on the tree seemed to be yellowing or have any any funny spots right. or anything. So. All right, I'm, once again, I'm going to have you hang on. Mike Bass is, is producing my program at, at this venue, and Mike has an email address where you could send me something that I would get on Monday. Um, because you've gone to so much trouble, you had to wait a long time on my statewide program, and now you've had to call back a second time. Um, this is somebody I work with, and she can get, get your photo to me. And and that's okay. a, a direct way that we can get some help, and I'll get you the help. I just I feel sorry for you because we're all around the block. Oh. But but get me an overall photo of the tree with the sun behind you, so that I'm not just looking at a silhouette. And then okay. and a photo that one of those photos you have close up, and I'll see what I can figure out. Okay, I appreciate it, Neil. I'll give it my best. Thank you, Wendell. Thanks for Thanks. both efforts here. Take care. Have a good day. All right. We'll be right back to Daniel in White Settlement, Randy in Rome. So there we go. His line is now open, by the way, at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Fifth printing of my book, I have done something I didn't think I would ever do, and that is to react to uh, a, uh, a downturn in the economy by lowering the price of my book. But I just, everything is going up so fast, and I thought, you know what? This uh, is the tail end of the fifth printing of my book. I have made a profit on my book, and there's no need in just, uh, well, I, I won't get into it. I'm not a hero, but I can afford to drop the price down to $32.95 and leave it there for a while on this fifth printing of the book. So that's what I'm doing. I'd like to get them cleared out anyway. I can use the cash flow anyway. i got to pay for the sixth printing. So, I mean, it's a little selfish in there, too. But I also can help at a time when people are not just uh, covered up in, in dollars. So, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, thirty-two ninety-five for a limited time only. And uh, this is the book that has 11 chapters. Chapter 1, The Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2, that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Four pages per month all the way through the year. You'll get, uh, it's a perpetual calendar of what needs to be done and watched for in each month. Chapter three is a really detailed chapter on trees, how to choose the best, what are the best, lots of lists in it of best for spring color, best, uh, in other words, flower color, the best for fall color, best large trees, best small patio trees, etc. But then great descriptions, detailed descriptions on how to care for trees, and then a list of, and, and this is a chart of the best trees for Texas, all the way through, huge amount of information. Um, so that's Chapter 3. Chapter 4 is shrubs, then vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. Oh, those charts are pages long. Um, then we have lawns and fruit and vegetables. Book is only thirty-two ninety-five. Any one of those chapters will pay for the book, but especially that calendar. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Where it is, is in my garage, waiting for me to sign it for you and mail it to you. I take these to the post office myself with my little two-wheeler dolly. Wheel them in the back door of the post office, and out they go. That happens on Tuesdays. I'll be signing Sunday night, Monday. 
and uh, taking them Tuesday. Uh, the two places you can buy them because they're not in stores and not on Amazon, that's to save you money. They would rake off their part of the profits. And uh, so I've cut the price, and I just take them directly to the post office myself. Uh, two ways you can get it. You can call my office weekdays, business hours, at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-G-R-O-W. Or you can go to my website right now. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Satisfaction guaranteed or full refund. neilsperry.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Well, if you get the roof all fixed up, then you want to do something to the inside of the house. It also is visible to the outside, and that would be sunburst shutters. These will make your windows just sparkle. They're beautiful sunburst shutters made of poly wood. P-O-L-Y, polywood. That's a man-made material that is proprietary to sunburst shutters. It is completely synthetic, contains no natural wood, so it won't crack or split or warp or peel. They're color fast white or off-white. Oh my goodness, they're just lovely shutters, and I know you'll be really pleased. They're they're custom fit to every window in your home. You say, well, Neil, all my windows are the same size. Well, they were when they came out of the factory, but by the time the painters are through with their tape and bed work, they're not exactly the same size. I mean, you probably have the best painters in the world, but they're not the same shape and size. And that's why Sunburst Shutters measures every window very, very carefully. And they make every shutter very, very carefully, specifically for each window. You'll see it when they come back and they start installing the the shutters. They will be installed window by window by window, marked and and installed that way. And uh, also I need to tell you that these are plantation-style shutters, which means they have large louvers, two and a half, three and a half and four and a half inch louvers. We have sunburst shutters. We've had them for about 11 or 12 years. And oh my goodness, does it make a difference in the heat gain in the summertime, days like today. You go over by the sunburst shutters on the west windows and you don't feel the heat beaming in. In the winter, you don't feel the cold pouring in. You may have the best windows in the world, but you still have heat gain and and cold gain and not with sunburst shutters it's just a wonderful layer of protection we love them and i'm proud to recommend them to you look at them on their website sunburstshutters.com sunburstshutters.com also available in austin san antonio houston and waco they'll come to your home if you give them a call at 214-343-2601 wonderful people and they'll invite you to their showroom if you prefer it's in their factory but it's better to have them come to your home either way 214-343-2601 sunburstshutters.com hello i'm sunny from commerce ace hardware each ace hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community someone who's there to answer your questions ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil Thank you, Sonny, very, very much. We go back to the phone lines to Daniel in White Settlement. Daniel, this is Neil. Good morning or afternoon. How can I help you? Hi, Neil. Uh, We've been in our current house for about 20-some-odd years and had a mimosa tree out there for most of that. It finally got too old, and and I'm sure you're familiar with mimosa trees. They get old, they start rotting. and Mm. Well, I finally took it down to the ground, and uh, we didn't grind the stump, though. And this year, it started growing back from the ground. 
Um, is it okay to let these new shoots grow a new tree? How does the rest of your landscape look? I, I mean, it looks, it, it's a work in progress. We're not, you know, there's all, seems like there's always stuff we want to do, but the Mombosa tree itself is kind of in the front to the side of uh, the driveway where we really don't have a whole lot of stuff. And, and it kind of had a nice, nice little spot there. Well, um, you'll, you'll still have a mimosa tree. That's, that's, <laughs> that kind of, uh, was a no brainer comment. Um, it will still have the same problems that it had before. It's just going to have several trunks. It's going to have kind of an odd shape to it. Um, well, I guess my question is, can, if it, if we grow that, let those shoots grow from where they're at right now or, they're not going to have the immediate rot. I mean, it will get another 20 years no, out of it, maybe? No, I don't think you'll get that many, but you you might. I don't know. Uh, there's no predicting that. Uh, the rot that it had probably was from a branch that hadn't uh, hadn't healed properly. Mimosas have many problems. They are subject to cotton root rot, which is a soil-borne fungus that leaves no survivors with mimosas. So you didn't have that. Uh, there is mimosa wilt, which is a disease that doesn't leave any survivors. Um, uh, so that's, that's not it. Uh, you have mimosa webworms, which are cosmetic, but really cosmetic. Um, and then uh, other things that happen to them, but you know, it, you'll, st- i I grew up with mimosas in our backyard and when I had a nursery in high school, they were still fairly common trees in college station. I grew a few and sold a few, but uh, after a year or two, I realized, eh, I don't see the other nurseries doing that. I think I'll abandon those and go to live oaks um and and so um i think i think what you probably here's here's my advice daniel uh it doesn't take long to begin to develop a landscape plan doesn't mean you have to implement it right away but you can you can look at your property and say all right you know in the grand scheme of things we need to redevelop the beds we need to uh, think in the long term of we've been here 20 years, we're going to be here another 20. Let's get some shade trees going that will be long-term investments in our property. And 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 uh, the, the long-term things go first. They need to go in first, and that would be the trees. And then you, right. year by year you can do the things that, uh, that are most important to you. Uh, and, and then you decide, is a mimosa tree in that picture? And in most cases, it would not be. But if it, if it is in a place that you enjoy and if you liked it where it was, it's not my place to, to make that decision for you. Um, yeah, I, it really kind of was. It was just, it, yeah. it was the only thing we had over there, and it was a nice spot of color. You know, but with, with but I'm saying colors. that there are other trees that give you nice color and that would be trees that would last 75 years and add value to your property. That's all I'm saying. So right. don't feel like you have to stay with that one just because it was there. But if it has sentimental well, value, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to be the yeah. judge and jury on this tree. It was just a passing thought since I didn't expect it to re-sprout. They can be yeah, they can be retrained. Redbuds do the same thing. They can be retrained. Uh, some of the branches, uh, the new shoots taken out so that you don't have too many. And, mm-hmm. uh, then you're, then you, then you do have the tree back again for a while, but the that rot that you had probably is not something that's going to persist. It'll, it'll develop another problem, but that's what trees do. It's okay. Right. That was kind of my thinking was yep. kind of treating it like a, a shrub form crepe myrtle that we were going to train into a, a tree form and it's, see if it yes, can you can do that. It is difficult to do because the, there will probably not be a straight trunk out of the bunch. They'll come up no. at, at uh, 30 degree angles, all of them. But I'll leave that up to you. Okay, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Good luck with it. Randy and Rome, I want more time than I have between now and my tiny garden tip to help you with your Schumard Red Oaks. Please stay with me. I know you've been on hold a while. Please stay with me, and I'll help you. And then Charles and Benbrook, I see you there. I'll, I'll come right to you. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. Um, you, uh, If you listen to my program very often here on KLIF, you know that at 245, I have our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett, doing uh, a, a bird feature. Tommy is a very avid bird watcher, and uh, we're going to talk about a couple birds that I have observed in our uh, in our a yard in the last week or so at 2:45 today using the the Merlin app, and they've been attracted to our 
landscape, I think probably as much as anything because of the feeders that I have had out and the feed from Wild Birds Unlimited. These are great stores, and the the there is a corporate office up in the Midwest, and they do research on what birds eat, what they need to have, how to how to present that food to them in a way that is good for them in terms of the cylinders. I need more jargon on this as to what they call their cylinders and how they are compressed and the uh, the, the uh, adhesive they use. It's uh, some kind of a mix that holds those cylinders together and the birds light and, and peck at it. Great for woodpeckers, great for songbirds, great for cardinals and jays. Oh, my goodness, the birds are just so active around our feeders from Wild Birds Unlimited. This is not a part of the ad. I would tell you this standing out on the street in a shade, in the shade somewhere today. The birds are so active, and it's all because of Wild Birds Unlimited. We love the birds in our backyard. Thank you, Wild Birds Unlimited. The feeders, the feed, the enthusiasm. Now, three of their stores go together to sponsor this program and my electronic newsletter and I want you to know where they are so you can go in and tell them thank you, but you can also share in that enthusiasm and those great products. And I'll do it in a different order this time. I'll start with Birdie's store. That's a store that uh, Pastor Brummett and I very often frequent because it's closest to us. And that's at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Go in the door and just stand there for a moment and see how long it takes them to greet you. It won't be more than a, a second or two. And then watch how... Uh, cheerful they are and how happy the people are in that store. It's just a great store. 3001 South Harden, just south of El Dorado Parkway, just south of Tom Thumb and the Hallmark store. All right, that's in McKinney. That's in McKinney. In Dallas, Ron has had a store in East Dallas for almost 20 years. He's a really nice man. And they just moved to a new store at 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway. 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And David has had his store on Lover's Lane for a long time, probably longer than Ron even, or somewhere about that same time, at 5715 West Lover's Lane, a block west of the tollway, right beside Nicholson-Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. Those are the Wild Birds Unlimited stores. Let them know that you listen to my program and say thank you. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. I'm Dave Williams with Amy Shadroff, KLIF News and Information in the Morning. The Texas heat wave continues. It's one of the worst in years, and we're not expecting much relief this next week. Stay informed to stay cool. Meteorologist Brad Barton joins us Monday morning at 5.50 on KLIF. All right, thank you, sir. And let me tell you about eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. I'm going to do a quick version so I can get uh, on to the rest of my life here. Uh, eGardens is uh, is like an old-fashioned garden section. You have to sign up for it, however. It is free and always will be. We have about 80,000 subscribers. I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. So you don't have to worry about that. If you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I believe the one that we turned out uh, night before last, 36 hours ago, I believe may have been the prettiest one we've ever uh, published, and uh, you'll, I think, learn some nice things about it, uh, gardening, from Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking about some of the pests of the summertime, and aphids are next on our list. If you're seeing tiny driplets of rain falling from crepe myrtles, oaks, and pecans, among others, meet the culprits. Each species of plant has its own related species of aphid. They're pear-shaped and pinhead-sized, and they suck the sap from the leaves. The sticky honeydew that you see falling is the byproduct. Leaves and hard surfaces will become coated with the residue. Black sooty mold will begin to grow in it, and the plants, while not really harmed too much by it all, will become unsightly the balance of the season. You want to spray at the first signs with a systemic insecticide. Leaf rollers work in various ways. Canna and trailing vinca leaves are tightly rolled. Sweet gum and redbud leaves get folded together. Pyracantha leaves fall somewhere in between. You want to use a systemic insecticide on leaf rollers to get them before the damage gets unsightly. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. 
Sign up at neilsperry.com. See, that guy's recommending eGardens as well, so you need to sign up if you aren't already. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, and they are the people who sponsored this program. I hope you'll get into Ace Hardware and let them know that you appreciate this sponsorship. That would mean a lot to, to them and certainly to me. There are 40 stores that uh, that go together to sponsor this program with local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you get everything you need. Once they've helped you check off all the items on your list, they'll give you helpful advice to make sure that you succeed. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to get a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Max Garden Hose for $34.99. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all watering needs. You know what? You buy a hose once and you use it for years. And so if you, if you buy a hose that costs you maybe $5 more than another hose sitting right there beside it, it stands to reason. You amortize that over five or 10 or 15 years. That's a few pennies a year. You need to buy a really great hose and Ace has it. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose. Reflex mesh technology prevents all kinking and twisting. Triple frame technology further prevents kinking and adds durability. I don't know what triple frame technology is, but if they tell me that at Ace, I believe them because this is a great hose. Crush proof couplings. I know what that is. I've, <laughs> I've crushed my share uh, in my time. So there you go. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, great men and women own and work in Ace Hardware stores. So I hope that you'll go to their local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. The court has overturned Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Wade. Critical constitutional right. To kill a baby. A right to abortion is not in the Constitution. This is about lack of respect for women. This is about protecting life all across America. We have two Americas now. A new beginning for life. And we're definitely angry. This is deadly serious. 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. Okay, Neil Sperry back with you. And one last thing, I did a short version of my eGardens ad, and I'll do a short version of my website ad. You sign up for eGardens at neilsperry.com. You buy my book at neilsperry.com. You see my frequently asked questions, a thousand of them, at neilsperry.com. And uh, you can see archived information on St. Augustine issues there, diagnosing St. Augustine problems, also on Rose Rosette virus, and a lot of other things at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. We're your source for all those great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very, very much. And we're ready to go back to the phones. Let's go to Randy, who has been waiting in Rome. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Do you hear me okay? I hear you perfectly. Thanks for your patience. I'm sorry it took so long. How can I help you? Well, I enjoyed uh, the show while I was waiting. Yes, sir. I have several uh, fairly mature Schumard Red Oaks. They have approximately 14-inch um diameter chunks and 25 feet tall. Um, two of them I planted a little too close together, but, you know, it makes a great shade with them that way. They, um, there's a intersection of the, of the trees and, you know, they've grown together about three feet, but uh, the one of them, has this is the second year that has started shedding a lot of green leaves. Um, this morning, my yard around that tree was pretty much blanketed. Um, they're in a area of the yard that I, I water frequently, have a sprinkler system, and the soil is brown rocky loam. Um, this, but those trees seem to have done pretty well in it. And the only other thing that I can tell you as far as conditions is that um, 
My pool guy sometimes washes out the diatomaceous earth filter around close to it. So I don't never thought diatomaceous earth would harm a tree, but I'm just giving you what I know. Yeah, you're doing you're doing fine. Um, and the trees are three feet apart. You say? No, the the, uh, the I have several. The one, the one that looks like it's shedding the most leaves is about probably uh, thirty feet from its nearest neighbor. And oh, okay, all right. Trees, you know, up three quarters of the way up the tree, have have a intersect by about three feet. Now. Oh, I got you. All right, I got you. Um, all right, and when the leaves come down, they are coming individually, just a leaf at a time, not a little clump of leaves. Yes, sir. All right. And you say your lawn was almost blanketed this morning. That's overnight. That's uh, in, in 12 or 18 hours. That's not in five no, days. No, I would say it's been several days. Uh, I go out there and use my riding mower to blow them out of the yard so they don't end up in my pool. Okay. But they've been they've been falling over the last couple of weeks, but it seems like the last couple of days they've fallen right. a lot. All right. More. Let me ask you a couple more questions. I just quick answers will be fine. Um, how many years in a row has or how many years have you seen this happen? I believe this is the second year it may be the third all right and is it always this same tree that is uh, hurt uh, uh, impacted more than the others yes all right um how did this tree look last year after the cold i did not see any effect on uh, any of my trees from that severe all right. cold all right uh, that's okay that's what i need to hear um there were a lot of Schumard red oaks that had had damage. I, I won't say it was anything like the live oaks, but but there were a lot of Schumard red oaks that had dead branches in them or had uh, were beginning to have dead branches in them. And I thought maybe yours had some. Uh, if it was just in the last two years, I thought this particular tree might have had some some cold damage, and this is perhaps a reflection of that. I don't know that that is or isn't the case, but it's something to to stick uh, in the files and think about. Um, okay. The uh, uh, obviously the 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 other possibility would be uh, the hot dry weather and perhaps a difference in the subsoil uh, that is beneath this tree. It may have a, a more shallow uh, rock outcropping or something. Um, uh-huh. I I don't think it's any kind of insect or disease problem um, because there isn't any insect or disease that would cause that. Um, are these these are not native Schumard red oaks? These are some you planted. Yes, sir. All right. Um, they were all bought at the same time. The the three that were planted at the same time that are almost identical, and then I have another one that's older that's in a different part of the property. Right. And so the yeah. the three that were planted at the same time, only this one is impacted this way. Um, you know, one of them that is further away i don't see it dropping any leaves uh the two that are 30 35 feet apart it's hard for me to tell if it appears that 90 percent of them are coming from one tree but that could, you know, I could be off there may be reason some. i'm asking randy is 10 years is i don't mean to interrupt you but i'm i'm just trying yeah. to get right to my answer if i have one uh, 10 years is about the age at which we begin to see problems showing up with oaks that are not true Schumard red oaks uh, that have been uh, uh, bought and planted that look very much like Schumard red oaks, but that uh, end up uh, showing up as hybrids with pin oaks, Quercus palustris. Okay. There, there is a lot of that in the Metroplex. It is more commonly seen in black clay soils. Uh, but uh, uh, landscape contractors, professionals in the business, buy trees and plant them, and, and then are, are required to come back ten years later and replace them because they're not uh, they're not what they thought they were. Uh, I well, saw this, that happen. I saw that happen at the ballpark in Arlington, the old home of the Rangers. Uh, they oh, had okay. a bunch of trees there. I mean, it happens to professionals. Um, so that's that's something that I and that's why I ask if the three are all. Uh, acting 
uh, if if the other two are acting normally. I don't know what the what the uh, uh, solution is. Uh, if the tree leaves out properly uh, next year and then does this again, then I would begin to wonder about the uh, about the subsoil. Maybe it's just running out of soil. Uh, I would follow through on whether these are for sure sure Schumard red oaks or whether they might uh, have some uh, pin oak uh, uh, hybrid blood in them, so to say. Uh, mm-hmm. I have that addressed in my 1001 questions in my on my website because it is a common problem. Um, Can so you tell about the um, yeah, maybe, but not in a dry year. But you can sure tell by looking closely at the leaves. Are the leaves discolored at all? No, they look. Yeah, normally, normally, what happens with the the, uh, the mistaken um, uh, Schumard red oaks is uh, that they turn yellow and they don't drop their leaves. So I doubt that that's what it is. It's it's probably the either either some leftover cold damage of a minor sort. Uh, or uh, the the rocky subsoil. I think it is time to get a certified arborist on site to look at your okay. tree and uh, see uh, if well, there's anything going it. on. To me. No, I, uh, I, I ran out. I ran out of gas. You're fine. <laughs> I'm stranded by the freeway. <laughs> uh, I doubt that what you brought up about it's running out of soil. Um, when I built my pool, I had. Uh, at bedrock at about four feet and my the pool is only 30 feet from this tree so it could very well be that depth that it needs as it's gotten larger yeah and i would talk i'm i'm really behind schedule now i've got another break to get in i'm gonna run out of time for that um, i would talk to your pool people and ask what they used and see if there's any correlation between when they used it when they flushed or what i don't have a pool so i don't know exactly how that all works but when they did whatever they did and when this developed but it's hot and it's dry and if the soil is shallow all of that could point toward that i gotta run i've given you everything i know and probably a few things beyond that even (laughs) i was just wanted to ask can i water it too much uh no not in these temperatures no okay all right very good All right. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. All right. And uh, to uh, Charles and Ben Brooks, stay with me, please, sir. You are a prince to to put up with my slowness, and I apologize. We have five lines available to us. I will go to three because these answers take a while sometimes, and that you see why I do that just out of mercy. I'm so sorry if you have to wait a while. I'll give you the phone number, but you can use it if you want to. It'll be after the newscast. It's 888-787-888. KLIF 888-787-5543. I've got to do a really quick version of my book ad because I will run out of time, and that is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, my book. I am leaving the price at $32.95. That is an incredibly low price. It will be $38.95 when I get to the sixth printing. But for the time being, I want you to be able to save some money. Heaven knows in this economy right now, we can all use that. Uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. Look it up on my website. That's the better place to order it anyway. And uh, and you can see all the details. That's at neilsperry.com. I sign it. I'll mail it. I'll take it to the post office myself for you. Is it N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. 
Hello friends, this is Tommy Surgery of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. And let me tell you about Mueller right now and invite you to give them a call or go see about Mueller. There's a lot of talk about Made in America. You hear it all over the place right now, and that's a good, good thing. Mueller products have been made in America for 90 years. Mueller metal roofing, steel buildings made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and 33 branches for sales and service. There's a Mueller location near you. When you choose a Mueller product for metal buildings or for roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary people. They're proud to provide a product made right here in America. A company that's been doing it for 90 years, they're doing it right. Visit MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R. MuellerInc.com, 877-268-3553. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they are made to last. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View. I own my Ace Hardware store because it's been in my family for over 50 years, and I'm proud to be a part of the Dallas community. And I'm proud that my team's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. And uh, we have about a minute left in this uh, segment of the program, another hour to go. And Charles and Benbrook, I don't want to rush you, and therefore I don't want to put you on the air right now. He's asking about Northside uh, shrubs, shrubs that will grow in the shade, and he's asked about a couple specifically. Uh, distillium and loripedalum, and I'd like to have a chance to visit on those with him and also on some other options as well. And rather than do that in uh, what would then be 45 seconds, that's just not a good answer. So lay the phone down, Charles. Just be back in five minutes, and I will I will give you the time it takes to do a, a, a courteous and, and sufficient job on that. Folks, I hope uh, as you water your plants, you remember to hand water all of the plants you set out this spring every two days at these temperatures if it came out of a five gallon container it needs five gallons of water every other day use a water bubbler it's the size of your fist with holes in it a water bubbler and an amount of water equal to the size container it was in we'll be back after the news <music> 